faith and it relates to acting on the word of God. The Bible says in James 1.22 But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Let's look at John chapter 6 verse 47. Jesus said, He that believes has eternal life. Believing is to have. Believing is having. Believing is possession. Mental agreement alone is not enough. It only admires the word. It says that the word is true and very good, but it does not possess the word. It does not reap the benefits of what the word promises. Believing ends in glad confession. It is mine. I have it. How do we get to that point? By acting on the word. How little real action on the word is seen in the church world as a whole. We see in Mark chapter 2 about the man that was brought to the presence of Jesus by his four friends. How there were so many people around Jesus that they couldn't even get to Jesus the normal way. They had to take drastic measures. They went up to the roof. They tore up the roof. They put ropes around the bed that the man, the paralyzed man was on. And they led that bed down through the roof in front of Jesus. They showed their faith. The Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw the man's faith that was paralyzed, risking his life, he could have fallen off and died there. But he believed and he proved his faith in action. When Jesus saw their faith, the Bible says in Mark 2, he said to the paralyzed man, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Now, this man had a choice to make, to act on what Jesus said, or answer Jesus, Can't you see I am too sick? I cannot rise up and take my bed. I have to have healing first. No. The man's actions on what Jesus said released his healing. Jesus said, rise, take up the bed and walk. If he had not acted on the word, he would not have received his healing. But he acted and he was healed. Luke 5.5 They had told and they had failed But Peter said, At thy word I will let down the net. What a change would come into some of our lives if we would only say, At thy word I will. We have clung to the theories of man and ignored the living word many times. Healing and victory belongs to us. God has answered our prayers. He desires more than anything else to give us what he has promised. Let's look at another place. When Jesus came walking on the water. And first they were all afraid. They thought it was a ghost. But Peter said, if it be thou, Lord, bid me to come with thee on the water. Jesus answered and said to Peter, he answered one word and he said, come. Peter could have sat there in the boat and he could have answered Jesus and said, yes, Lord, I would like to come. But I'm not, I'm unable to walk on water. You help me, Lord. No. Once God speaks, once the Spirit of God speaks, once Jesus speaks, we need to act. 
the action that we take upon the word of God is releasing faith and enabling us to receive a miracle. Peter stepped out without thinking. He stepped out and he just walked on the water without realizing what he was doing, just in faith. The devil came, doubt came, the trial of faith came, it always will come. And when Peter got his eyes off of Jesus and he started looking at the waves, he started looking at the wind, he started looking at the circumstances, looking at himself, realizing that he was walking on water. And man cannot really walk on water unless it's frozen water. He began to fear. He lost his vision. He lost the, he lost that word that Jesus had given him, and he began to sink. However, he called out to Jesus. And Jesus, God, is merciful. Immediately, Jesus was there and lifted him up. Even if we start out right, and we start failing. We need to come back and call out to the Lord. Come back to faith. And He'll be right there saving us, helping us through. Another action scripture in the, the Gospel of John, we find in the second chapter. We read here the story about how Jesus came to this wedding. And how they ran out of wine. And how they came to Jesus and they said to him, They ran out of wine. Can you do something about it? His mother came. And Jesus said, My hour has not yet come. And his mother said, Whatever he instructs you to do, do it. Because she knew that Jesus was the Son of the living God. And whatever he says, if we act upon it, we will receive miracles. Jesus instructed the servants to fill the firkins with water as they obeyed the water was transformed to wine. The action, acting on Jesus' words, releases miracles. Agreeing that what Jesus is saying is true is not enough. We act on it and it becomes a reality. Until we act upon it, it does not become a reality. We hold, the, for instance, the truth of the Word of God, the truth of the resurrection, the resurrection truth, is a wonderful doctrine, it's a wonderful uh, truth in the Word of God. But it will not mean anything until we say, He died for me. That's what the Word of God says, Whosoever believeth on me, whosoever shall confess that Jesus Christ the Lord is Lord, and shall believe in his heart in the God that hath raised him from the dead, shall be saved. For with the heart men believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. He died for me. I believe that he rose for me. He conquered death and hell for me. He arose for me. And because he, he arose, I am a victor. Because the word of God says, hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. I'm a conqueror of Satan today. Satan has no dominion over me. I am free. The word becomes something more than a doctrine or a theory. It becomes a reality. Today, the one who acts on the word receives the word. We act in faith. We talk faith. Our actions and our words agree. We are believers. It takes faith to get into the family of God. It takes faith to become a child of God. Receiving the word 
and confessing the word, acting according to the word. God says, I watch over my word to perform it. We can say and we can accept Isaiah 53, as surely as God sits on his throne, healing is mine by his stripes. Isaiah 53 verses 3 through 6. By his stripes I am healed. It's deeply important that we learn this simple lesson. Not to struggle. Keep on struggling. Keep on praying. Keep on crying. No. It's time to get up and act on the word. Acting on what God has spoken. That is what brings results. The word faith is really a noun. But believing is action, is a verb. Believing is really acting on the Word of God. It is acting on the Word of God as we act on the Word of a physician, as we act on the Word of a lawyer, as we act on the Word of a loved one. We believe it and we act accordingly. They don't have to ask the question, but do you believe in what I'm saying? The doctor doesn't have to ask the patient, do you have faith? No. When the patient acts on the physician's instructions, his action proves that he believed what the doctor said. We can simply say, this is what God has said, and I act accordingly. Did God say that by his stripes I'm healed? If God said it, then it must be true. I must be healed. And I will act as if God is telling me the truth. Faith is the result of my actions. Believing is taking the step up to the point of action. But action is what releases faith. Sometimes instead of using believing, we can say acting on the word. Because that's what it is. It's simple. It's perfectly scriptural. And it is what Jesus meant. It is a remarkable thing that nowhere in the epistles did Paul urge believers to believe or have faith. Urging men to believe is a result of unbelief sometimes. It's because the scriptures are not real. What did Paul tell us? This is the Spirit of God speaking through Paul. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. We are blessed already. Where is our blessing? In heavenly places in Christ, at the throne. That's where the blessing is. He has made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. If He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, then we are blessed. We do not need to ask for spiritual blessings. All we need to do is thank Him for what He has given us. All we need to do is say, Father, I thank You for my healing. I thank You for my deliverance. I thank You for my provision. I thank You for helping me. I thank You for answering my prayers. All that Jesus did was to act upon His Father's Word. He says in John 5, I only do what I see my Father do. So Jesus saw He perceived the Father's will, and as he acted upon it, he moved by faith. All that Peter did was to act upon the word when Jesus spoke to him to come out on the water. When Jesus spoke to him to throw down the nets. It was the word of Jesus in Peter's mouth that acted upon brought salvation and healing and deliverance to people after Peter had preached 
the word, he preached the word, and people that received it were saved, healed, delivered. We can preach the word, but if we do not practice it, it will not produce results. We can preach healing, but if, if we do not act upon it, if we don't practice it, it will not produce results. We have to preach it, we have to declare our faith, we have to act upon our faith. The book of James, it says that faith without action is dead. But as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. When we act act on the word, we show our faith. We know that no word from God is void of power or void of God's ability. So we act on it. We fearlessly lay our hands on the sick. Hallelujah. We command the disease to leave in Jesus' name and it obeys. The sick one is healed. The Spirit of God will also lead other ways to heal the sick. This is one of the ways that the Spirit of God leads us to heal the sick and to drive out sickness and disease out of human bodies. The Father says, I watch over my word to perform it. We would never lay hands on the sick and claim healing if he had not told us to do so. He said, They that believe and shall lay hands on the sick. Mark 16 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We do the laying on the hands. God does the healing. And the sick does the recovering. That means the instant we accept Jesus as our Savior, confess Him as our Lord, and receive eternal life, we can begin to function in the family. We can begin to lay hands on the sick. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. This word saved doesn't only mean being born again. It's the Greek word sozo. It also includes physical healing. Healing is in analysis a spiritual thing. It's as spiritual as well as physical. The root of sickness is spiritual and the root of healing is spiritual. The anointing comes and breaks the yoke of sickness and disease when we minister healing in accordance to the Word of God, in accordance to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Disease manifests itself in the physical, but its root is spiritual. Before there was sin, there was no sickness. Before there was transgression, there was no sickness. In heaven there is no sickness, there is no disease, there is no lack, there is no, there is no oppression. Why? There are no demons. The word believe occurs about 100 times in the Gospel of John. The word faith only occurs about two or three times. The reason evidently is that he, the Lord, was talking to men outside of the body of Christ, to Jews under the law. These were not men of faith. They did not have faith. He was inciting them to believe. Some people cannot believe the word because they have never confessed the lordship of Jesus Christ. Fear of man has held them in bondage. Abandon yourself to the lordship of the word and act upon it and God will become real to you.